Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm your host, Bill, and yes, this is it. The final part of Imagination Land. You know, it doesn't seem like going through three episodes watching Imagination Land, but somehow I did it, and you guys have listened with me, and you probably have noticed the previous two episodes have been short, this one, I think, is going to make it up today because it is the conclusion and there's a lot to go through. So, with that said, let's dive into today's episode, Imagination Land, Episode 3. It was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on October 31st, 2007. Unfortunately, this does not count as a Halloween episode, so I can't put this up in the uh, list of famous South Park Halloween episodes. I, I can't do that. So, we get a quick recap of everything that has happened up to this point, and Butters now has this power because he is the key he has this power to create things, but he's just not sure how to do it. We'll see what happens. So we get into it, and we see a video of Man Bear Pig destroying people. Well, who got the videotape? None other than our pal Al Gore, who by this point in time has won the Nobel Peace Prize. And... Al Gore is showing some of his staff the video of Man Bear Pig, half man, half bear, half pig. And now he is going to go to D.C. to try and destroy the portal to make sure that Man Bear Pig can never come back. Meanwhile, Kyle is at a hospital. Now, I, I want to point this out because I live right near the Washington, D.C. area. He's at the D.C. Memorial Hospital. In all honesty, Kyle should be at Children's Hospital in Washington, D.C., which is one of the top children's hospitals in the United States. So, the doctors are talking, and they're saying how Kyle is, you know, he's been in a coma, and... He keeps hearing things in his head and his imagination and stuff. And Stan is trying to talk to him, but can't really reach Kyle. Cartman comes in, and he has a Sunday. And he's like, well, let's see, we got whipped cream, we got hot fudge, we got a cherry. But there's something missing. There's something missing. Something missing. Oh, yeah, my nuts! So, now, Cartman is getting ready to have Kyle suck his balls. And this third costume may be the most outrageous because he is dressed up as the Pope. Oh, Lord. Good God Almighty. So, Kyle is... You know, trying to talk to Stan and turns on the news and they're talking about the whole Imagination Land thing and how this was supposed to have kept quiet until Al Gore found out. Way to go, Al. 
Way to go. So, now because of this, they have to tell everyone and they have to bomb, you know, the entire Imagination Land place. And one of the reporters is like, well, why don't you send Kurt Russell in to help stop this? And they're like, we tried and he got killed by a bunch of woodland critters. Which was really funny. And then we get a very important part here to this episode. Because the Supreme Court reverses the decision in the Cartman versus Broflovsky case from the first episode where imaginary characters are now not considered real. And because of that, the government can not or can now destroy Imagination Land. And because of this, Kyle, out of technicality, gets out of sucking Cartman's balls. But Cartman marks his word that by the end of this day, it will happen. Meanwhile, Butters is trying to come up with different imaginary characters for the final battle between the good and evil. And I gotta say, some of the evil, it's just so funny because it's like, you got Wally E. Coyote, looks like he's got rabies. You got Quick Draw McGraw, you got Baba Booey, you've got Eddie from Iron Maiden. You, you have all these different characters, and it's done so great. It really is. So, the lion tries to tell Butters, you have to imagine Santa Claus. You have to imagine Santa Claus. He's got to come back. Because he was killed earlier in this three-parter. So, Butters tries, and instead of Santa, he gets his dad. And then his dad becomes some weird monster-looking thing. So then, we see Stan, he's walking down the forest, and he passed by Strawberry Shortcake, who has pee all over her, so she's dead. And then he sees the battle that is about to take place. And then they go back to Butters, and he's trying to come up with Santa. He just can't do it. And I love the part where it's like, You better believe it's Santa! Believe it's Santa! <laughs> so, Butters eventually does make Santa Claus. And Santa gets back into the fight. But then we see Stan who at first is thought of to have been a spy, but Butters explains that, you know, he's cool, you know, he's my friend, I know him, it's okay. So now, you know, Stan learns that Butters is the key. He's sort of like the chosen one um, of Imagination Land. Meanwhile, Kyle is trying to get into the Pentagon. Can't do it. He's blocked, and he joins a bunch of hippies, and then, oh, here's Al Gore again. And he's like, this missile must go. Man, bear, pig has to die. Excelsior. So now we have all this confusion going on. Kyle is sitting on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, and he's bummed out. He can't do anything at this point. And he talks to Stan, and, you know, Kyle's like, 
look, I can't do anything. There's nothing I can do. They will not believe me. So then we get Jesus to talk to Kyle. And then after Jesus, we get Luke. No, we get Superman talking. And then we get Luke Skywalker talking. And Luke Skywalker brings up how he destroyed the Death Star. And Kyle's like, oh, God. And then Luke is like, oh, yeah, Kyle, or God's here, too. You're going to talk to him after talking to Captain Crunch. So now this battle is still going on. <coughs> when or Butters goes into this bubble and he uses like his imaginary creation powers and he gives Popeye all these cans of spinach and he gives Jesus a gun and you know they're all fighting back and he creates crest toothpaste to fight off the cavities and you know the battle is going on so meanwhile, in the Pentagon, they are about to set the missile. The missile is about to go. When someone broke into Sector 2. And it is Cartman who breaks through the glass window again. And then, as he's talking, another person breaks in to Sector 2. And it's Kyle. And then Kyle gives this speech of, look, we've had imaginary characters for years. Bugs Bunny, you know, Porky Pig, Mickey Mouse. He lists all these different characters, and he brings up a very good point of how all these characters are going to live longer than we are, and they are just as real as you and I. They are as real as any of us could be. And if you destroy Imagination Land, you're killing off everybody we've ever loved, we've ever believed in, you know, heaven, hell, just everything. And the government finally decides, you know, you're right, let's stop the missile. So the missile is stopped. And as they stop, we find out that the good imaginary characters have won the battle. They have won the war. They have defeated the evil imaginary characters. So it's over. But then, here comes Al Gore again. Boy, oh boy, good old Al Gore. I can always count on Al Gore to ruin stuff. So, after learning that they've canceled the missile, Al Gore, who is still super ethereal, turns the missile on to destroy Imagination Land. And this takes everybody in. All the scientists. Cartman goes in. Kyle goes in. And they're all sucked in. So now they all are in Imagination Land. And, you know, they're taking a look and they see what's happened. And then, all of a sudden, here comes the missile, blows everything up. Everything is gone. We got a white screen. Then Butters pops up. 
And Butters starts walking. And he goes into another white screen. And he uses his imagination. And Imagination Land is back. Imagination Land has returned. Everything is the way it was when we began. All the evil imaginary characters are over on the wall. All the characters that have died have come back, including the mayor. And everything is back to normal here in Imagination Land. And Butters is this big hero. And then Carmen realizes, well, wait a minute. If he can imagine, I can imagine. So Cartman starts imagining, and he imagines himself. He's got on his crown, he's got on a cape. And then he imagines, there's Kyle. Kyle's got a smile on his face. And he starts sucking Cartman's balls. And everyone's like, oh, God, oh, Lord. Uh, uh. And we don't see it happen, thankfully. Um... But of course, this all goes back to the whole thing of, you know, if you believe it, it's real. It actually happened. So, I guess you could say the whole sucking Cartman's balls thing is real? I guess? <laughs> so Santa then decides to take the boys back home with him. And Butters wakes up and... His parents come over and they're like, and Butters explains that he had a dream and that he was in Imagination Land and he was the key. And his parents are like, yeah, we know. It's in the newspaper. <coughs> Why were you in Imagination Land when you should have been helping your mother in the basement? So because of this, Butters is grounded. But Butters is like, no, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. And Butters tries to use his imagination to no effect. <coughs> Excuse me. No effect at all. Butters is still grounded. And after his parents leave, he just goes back into his bed and he's like, Ah, shit. And that is the end of part three of Imagination Land and the end of the Imagination Land trilogy well part three had a lot of action a lot of action which I actually kind of like and I think what makes it good like each part each part is its own different story the first part is obviously the discovery of imagination land the setup of Imagination Land, and learning of the characters. The middle part is like the discovery of Butters being the key. It's learning of the villainous imaginary characters. And then the final part is the like the action, like the final battle. Mm, excuse me. Um, and just this battle of good versus evil it's really what it is <coughs> um now as far as this particular episode i like that we had al gore in it it's just you know well we haven't had al gore in a year 
let's bring him in. He's not a major character. He's still a character, but he's not as major. So that was really good. I like that the Supreme Court reversed the decision on Kyle and Cartman's court case. Um, it's just the idea of Butters trying to be like the savior. I thought it was really good. The ending comes out of left field, but it's kind of a good ending. I'm going to give this an 8. That's going to be my grade. I'm going to give this an 8 to end the trilogy. It's a very good trilogy. It really, really is. Um, but before I get into like the, like the big accolades it got, let's quickly go into the reviews. So IGN gave this final part of Imagination Land an 8.5 out of 10, calling it another ambitious effort with lofty themes, goofy humor, and plenty of sequences that just seem to pack jokes and references into every frame. Josh Modell of the AV Club gave the trilogy a B grade, criticizing the slow pace of the main plot and calling it more like an excuse for a nostalgia trip than a good arc. However, he did praise Cartman's endless pursuit of his bet with Kyle and the return of the Christmas Critters, calling their appearance some of the funniest moments in South Park's recent history. Now, there is a couple of cultural references, not a lot, but I'm going to mention them here. The Battle for Imagination Land parodies the battle at Helm's Deep from The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. And the castle is based after Rivendell, which talked about in the previous episode. Al Gore, when he shows a video of Man Bear Pig attacking the army base, the dialogue echoes directly the operative's opening lines from Serenity. So, what is the legacy of the Imagination Land trilogy? Well, it starts with the Emmys at at the at the 60th Academy Award or Academy Awards at the 60th uh, primetime Emmy Awards South Park was not nominated this particular year 2008 for best animated feature of one hour or less however the entire Imagination Land trilogy was nominated and won the Primetime Emmy for Best or Outstanding Animated Program of More Than One Hour. There were only two other uh, nominees in this category besides Imagination Land. South Park, or pardon me, <laughs> Family Guy with Blue Harvest where they do the entire uh, New Hope movie, which is really good, and Justice League the new frontier. So this is the first Emmy Award that South Park wins where they're in outstanding animated programming of more than one hour. When you watch Imagination Land on television, on, now I watched this through HBO Max and they actually had each individual part. Today, if you decide to watch it, say, on Comedy Central, you're getting the entire movie. You get all three parts put into an hour and a half movie on Comedy Central. 
So no longer does Imagination Land 1, Part 2, Part 3, is it shown in half-hour, you know, variants. It's shown as a movie. It is shown as an hour and a half. Now, this film, or these three episodes, were made into a compilation film. The movie is uncensored and includes previously unreleased footage. It was released direct-to-video in March 2008 for the United States and a year later in the United Kingdom in May 2009. A few months later, the movie was released for free online as a streaming video. For reference, the DVD includes two bonus full-length episodes from previous seasons, Woodland Critter Christmas and Man Bear Pig as they featured the imaginary characters that reappeared in this film. Shortly after Imagination Land was originally broadcast, the website featured t-shirts and hooded sweatshirts based on the episode. It featured Butters in a floating bubble asking, Do I have to be the key? Having a theme of good versus evil, the compilation movie, or the trilogy story arc, parodies fairy tales, fantasy films, and horror films and includes their affiliated superheroes, supervillains, and legendary creatures. Being a social satire of events, the movie also lampoons the American military, American politics, movie directors, hippie culture, and the mass media regarding terrorism. The running time of the movie is only 68 minutes. And that, I think, is the legacy of Imagination Land is here we are 2021 almost 15 years after these three episodes came out and they are still popular still loved by South Park fans and live on to this day that is the legacy of Imagination Land let's go to IMDB and see what they thought of part three of Imagination Land. Of just over 3,000 uh, reviewers, the average rating is a 9 out of 10. <coughs> 1,400 plus people gave this a 10. 800 people gave this a 9. 384 people gave it an 8. That's going to be the score that I give it. And 79 people gave it a 1. Oof. The average rating for males was a 9.0. Its highest demographic was 18 to 29 with a 9.2 rating. Average rating for females is an 8.9. Highest demographic 18 to 29. Average rating is a 9. Or, yeah, 9.0 there. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. So, now that it's all over... Let's hear what the reviews were of this whole thing. Going to start with Robin underscore four fan who wrote, So, it all began with our imagination and some terrorists. The whole idea of actually having Al-Qaeda entering our imagination and try to get our imaginations to run wild is so far-fetched that it becomes an instant classic. The second plot to this trilogy, the Cartman vs. Broflovsky case, was probably the funniest thing ever aired. The fact that Kyle actually sucks Cartman's balls makes it all so much sweeter. It didn't turn me on, if that's what you think. And finally, the third mini plot with Al Gore and his man bear pig. Well, 
if you have seen the episode Man Bear Pig, you will love this. It also delivers the classic, I've learned something today stuff about what's real and what isn't real and gives us all something to think about. Atheists, Christians, and Muslims, everyone else of course. Just because you don't believe in something doesn't make it any less real for someone else. It's also of course about the warm, warm and nearing states with their nukes and whatnot. There you go. Uh, this review is from Ted G, who wrote, A viewer sent me this trilogy as a must-see. I don't watch much TV. Actually spelled TV, T-E-E-V-E-E. <coughs> Excuse me. So I've seen only a half dozen South Park episodes. As a result, I don't know whether this little gem will get buried among a bunch of other episodes. If so, that may be too bad. These may be some of the some of our most important satirists. Important because they are on TV. Important because, to judge from the comments here, people tune in for only one purpose, to laugh. And important because they were their roles in the open, like Jonathan Swift. The formula is too subtle for me to be attracted to except in small bits. But the big joke in good satire is that the people being satirized are the ones most likely to laugh without getting the joke. What makes this valuable is they have the nub right. Religion is an imaginary exercise. Probably it is necessary in some way, but the genius here is the placing of Jesus next to Popeye and Santa. Odd that they had the guts to start this thing with Islam attacking the world's imagination, but not to place Muhammad in imagination land, as that would be an immediate and automatic death sentence for all involved the silence of his absence thunders. The second stroke of genius is to cast it as a sort of Narnia done right, one that isn't a fundamentalist text to precise, of precisely the kind that threatens the world in the final war. It successfully pulls the legs out of C.S. Lewis, that dangerous closer of minds in the name of God. Satire is our best weapon against these guys. Then there's all the jokes. Stuff about the military, about sexual games and dominance, and about various characters. And finally, as the last writing stage, I think they add in making fun of celebrities at the last stage. I think most of this clouds things, but they know what works, and I suppose finding that sweet spot of cloudy clarity is what it's all about. I think I prefer the Doonesbury route. <coughs> Today it's Cheney as Emperor Palpatine, but then I don't need to be tricked. Well, there you go. You're not tricked. All right, let's get another review. This is from Leslie Harris 30, who wrote, I have to say, the three-part Imagination Land episodes are one of the best South Park episodes ever made. This is part three, the final part in the trilogy. This one shows Butters, Lollipop King, and Snarf finally making their way to Castle Sunshine, and Butters turning out to be the chosen one. Stan and Butters are both stuck in Imagination Land and must fight for their lives against an army of imaginary evil forces. Meanwhile, Kyle is in the hospital after Man Bear Pig attacks him and Carmen is still trying to get Kyle to suck his balls. There you go. Gangsta Hippie wrote, The conclusion of the three-part Imagination Land episode. What happens in the series is Carmen... Well, okay, I'm going to skip that because he's written that tw three times now. Uh, let's see. In this episode, Butters finds that he can dream imaginary characters back to life and help the good characters win the war. 
I think the entire trilogy of episodes are simply excellent and one of the better episodes of South Park. And finally, Rain Dog Jr. I've been saving him to this moment. Let's see how it is. Like in The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, here many characters that never touched a weapon before are about to fight for their lives. Totoro with a sword just like a smurf that is much smaller than the sword. These good characters are about to fight in a battle that, that seems just impossible to win, and Butters, yes, our Butters, is the only hope. So this, the conclusion of the brilliant Imagination Land trilogy, is about three battles. The battle between the good and the evil side of Imagination Land, the battle of Kyle and many pot-smoking dirty hippies against the machine in order to stop the nuke of Imagination Land, and the battle of Carmen against many obstacles in order to put his balls in Kyle's mouth. During the previous part of the trilogy, we finally saw Man Bear Pig. Certainly, Man Bear Pig is equal to Al Gore, and here Gore plays a really important role. First of all, Gore made of public known the terrorist attack, certainly he was supporting the plan of nuke Imagination Land to kill Man Bear Pig once and for all. In Imagination Land, the battle was under the control of the good character, certainly thanks to a creator, Butters. Basically, if imaginary things are declared real, the U.S. government can't nuke Imagination Land, but otherwise will be the end of Imagination Land. Butters is certainly there and also Stan. So it comes a brilliant part. Kyle is the one who says the correct words. Cartman had an idea by saying that maybe leprechauns, Jesus, hell, Santa are real in the, in the same way, but certainly the people were like leprechauns are imaginary. Jesus and hell are real, but Buddha is imaginary. Carmen just was thinking in the fact that if leprechauns are declared to be not real, well, Kyle will not have to suck his balls. But Kyle is thinking in his friends and his speech is really great. Certainly Jesus, Luke Skywalker, Superman, Bugs Bunny, and many, many others are affected our lives. They might be imaginary, but they are really important. In a way, those things are more realer than any of us. So it was all finally fine, the things were under control in Imagination Land, but Al Gore. <sighs> oh, and after all, Kyle does suck Cartman's balls. Very well written, Rain Dog Jr. So that concludes the trilogy of Imagination Land. Three episodes done. Three parts. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this. Went the old school route. I think I'll do that with some of the more two, three parters that they have coming up in the near future. If you like the show, you can follow us on Twitter at SharksPond97. And you can follow us or join our Facebook group. It is Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. You put that in the search bar and you are right there. Join us. If you don't, if you can't find the link, it's okay. I put the link in the description of each and every episode. Well, we're getting close to the end of season 11. And the next time around, we're going to be, well, Guitar Hero. Because the next episode is Guitar Queero. Oh boy, this is going to be a very fun episode. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I hope you enjoyed the adventure through Imagination Land. This has been Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast.